Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space. I am here once again with my furry co-host Slade. You might hear him huffing in the background. Uh, we are in a different recording space uh, in the house today because there is some construction going on in the neighborhood. So if you hear any background noise, it's simply that. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm here to give you a little more food for thought, a little inspiration for this week, a little bit of a perspective that I have on martial arts. So there's this, this clip, this interview from Tiger Shulman himself. And it's something that was used in one of the interviews that he's done throughout the years. And frankly, he's done so many that I forget which specific interview it was from. So he says in the interview that martial arts, a lot of people think that martial arts is all about fighting. And he goes on to dictate this idea. And he says it's not about fighting but then says how it's kind of about a specific type of fighting, which is the type of fighting that I want to talk about today. See, the people are mistaken into believing that it's only about the punch kick part of fighting. That like it's only about that physical part. And that's a big component. But it is much more about a fight with that little voice in your head. That's the bigger fight. That's the much greater battle that you will have in martial arts. That you will hear that little voice in your mind that tells you to give up, to slow down, to take a break, right? That little seed of doubt that we all have as human beings. And to me, that is the far greater fight. I mean, I even look at some of the Tiger Shulman's fighters that compete in the sport of mixed martial arts that do the literal fighting. They get into a cage with another trained fighter and fight. And those guys fight a lot, a lot. But when I say fight a lot, I don't mean like the fisticuffs part. That part is like the show. But compared to everything they go through before that, it's kind of the easy part, right? Compared to everything else that they do, it's kind of, it's, it's like the dessert at the end. I mean, when you look at things like like Shane Burgos is a great one for posting some of his training clips online. Um, and when you see the, the way that this guy trains, the brutal cardio sessions he puts himself through, the insane strength and conditioning, when you see that, the fight is easy compared to that. Very, I mean, all, all he's got to do is, just, it, it's only 15 minutes long, win, lose, or draw. Now, the thing with a guy like Shane is he is a fighter in the true sense of the word. Yes, he's going to get in there in a cage with four-ounce gloves on, and he's going to throw hands with people. And more often than not, he's going to get the better of them. However, he is much more a fighter in the mental aspect. And here's what I mean. Right? One of the greatest examples of this would be Julio Arce. And I talk about Julio quite frequently uh, partially because I train with his instructor all the time. He's one of my main training partners. But additionally, because he's like the very picture of discipline. Right? Julio, every day, wakes up super early in the morning, has himself a healthy breakfast. If he's in camp, he's trying to get his weight down 
it's not going to be the most uh, you know amazing flavorful breakfast with all sorts of indulgence. No, it's going to be something that's going to fuel his body while helping you get his weight down. Then he drives the 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 distance from Queens, where he lives, to Tiger Shulman's headquarters. He trains for no less than two hours, often doing uh, strength and conditioning after doing his martial arts work, sprints, weights, you name it, something like that. Then, after that, fuels back up, again, usually a super healthy, not like super exciting meal comes after that. Then, goes back to his school, trains his students all day long. Doing cl teaching classes, sometimes private lessons, right, testing people, promoting them, teaching martial arts to students all day long. Then, usually he trains again at the end of the night, either hitting the bag or something else like that. And then, he goes to bed, wakes up, and does it all again the next day. And he'll do that for 8 weeks, 12 weeks, never missing a day. The only day that's any different is he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, I don't think he teaches all day on Sunday. That's about it. Every other day, he's doing something. He's working, he's teaching, he's doing everything. And to hit that grind and never miss a day, that's a real fighter. That is like the fight right there. Do you have the discipline to overcome the thing that I really want to hit on today? The voice inside your mind. That little voice in our head is our own greatest enemy. Because here's the thing. As human beings, we are built and designed for comfort. It's what we seek. Think about it. When your day is over, when you've reached the end of the day, most people get themselves real comfortable. They put on comfy clothes. They put, find a comfy spot on the couch. Right? If it's winter or their house is a little cool, they put on the comfy blanket and they just get themselves as comfy as possible as a reward for all the discomfort they went through throughout the day. Now, the thing with it is, we've earned that comfort, obviously. But we have to recognize that comfort has its place. But comfort shouldn't be the thing we're after 24 hours a day. Instead, it should be the thing that we strive to earn. Right? Like I'm going to reference a couple people in this podcast who are also podcasters, who are big online personalities. And man, these guys, a lot of the things they put out certainly fire me up. I want, one such person is a guy by the name of Jocko Willink. And Jocko Willink is an author. He's a Navy SEAL. He's a podcaster. He's a big-time motivator. He's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And the most consistent thing that you will see on Jocko's social media is every day, right around 4.30 in the morning, uh, he posts a picture. And it's a picture of his watch. When I say right around, it's somewhere between 4.27 and 4.34 in the morning. That picture gets taken and posted, usually followed by a picture of his workout. Usually the caption is just simply, aftermath. Like, his day has been earned at this point. Like, here's what the gym looks like after. And I'm sure there are many days that just like any other human, Jocko wants to sleep. He wants to stay in bed. He's comfy, right? He's in a real comfy place, right? He's in a comfortable bed with a comfortable blanket and a comfortable home. 
And all he wants to do when that alarm goes off is roll back over and go back to sleep. He's human after all. But what makes him unique, what makes him such a successful person, what makes him such a fighter, is that he doesn't give in to that voice. When that voice is loud, he gets up and gets back to work. He doesn't roll back over and let himself get comfortable again. No, he pushes himself. He does exactly the right thing. He does the thing we should all strive to do. He overcomes that voice. Now, when we think about that voice, I think about another person who has very similar credentials, uh, a gentleman by the name of David Goggins. And I've mentioned him before. I reference him frequently because he's a very awesome motivator. Um, if ever you find yourself lacking in motivation and you're in a place that you don't need safe for work language, that not safe for work language is okay, or maybe he's got earbuds that you can put in so the not safe for language and not safe for work language is okay. When that occurs, the thing to do, find David Gogg in social media, put those earbuds in or go to a place where no one's going to be bothered by the language and listen to something he has to say. Because man, this guy will fire you up. Similar to Jocko Willing. He's a Navy SEAL. He's a podcaster. He's an author. He's also an ultra marathoner meaning he runs in marathons that are often in excess of 100 miles, which is an insane amount of distance to run. But he talks freely about his struggles with that inner voice that we all have. He'll be the first one to tell you that he's a person just like you, that he's a human just like you. And just like you, he has the same moments of weakness. He has those same moments of doubt that every other human being has. Every one of us has them. And he'll talk about, like, his big thing that he does to challenge himself is running. And he'll run every single day he goes running. And he's talked very frequently, and it's funny, Joe Rogan does an impression of him that I think is pretty spot, spot on. And he talks about, like, staring at his, at his running shoes across the house, like sitting in his living room, doing whatever he's got to do, and there are his running shoes, and they're just staring at him and staring at him, and staring at him. He'll, he'll stare at these sometimes for hours until finally he's like, well, I gotta run, right? And like he'll have that little internal struggle where you know his brain will tell him, no, 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 we don't have to run today. You ran yesterday. No, my feet hurt, no, my legs hurt, no, my this hurts. And, and he, he lives by a kind of mentality. One thing he says to people all the time is stay hard, right? Like stay mentally hard, stay strong. Don't give in to the weakness that is there. It is human nature to strive for comfort. But the thing is, that little voice is not the opposite of comfort. It's what we have to face in order to earn comfort. That's the thing. See, I'll stick with David Goggins for a moment. He references the 40% rule. He uses this very frequently, and I think it's pretty spectacular. He says, when you start hearing that little voice in your head, when the seeds of doubt start creeping into your mind, and you all of a sudden want to start quitting, relaxing, taking that break, all that you have reached is 40% of what you can actually achieve. Only 40% of what you can actually achieve. Which is crazy, right? Most people, as soon as things get difficult, 
they pack up shop, they're done. But it's what we do beyond that that works, that matters. Right? Real success happens there. Right? It happens in the spots beyond where you want to quit. Every human being reaches times where things get difficult. There isn't, you show me someone who has not faced a lot of difficulty, I'll show you someone who's never tried anything, who's never put themselves out there. And I'll tell you what, even those people have faced some trouble. Listen, we're human. Life's going to throw trouble our way. Of course, that's the game. That's what it's all about. But a person is not defined by whether or not they get challenged. They are defined by how they rise to challenge. If they in the face of challenge, lay down and die, literally or figuratively. If they give in as soon as things get tough, man, that person does not have much fight in them. That person is not going to achieve very much. Goals will be very difficult for that person. Of course they would be. Why would they not be? But what we have to remember is that real progress, real strength, real achievement happens on the other side of that voice. That little voice, all it is, is your body's way of telling you you're headed in the right direction. Like, silly example here. I'm sure many of you guys have played video games. And if you had a video game with like a wide open map, and you know, you, you were playing story mode and you're trying to get through the story, you always knew that you were headed like, you know, through the right doors or you were on the right path when the music started to change. All of a sudden you get this ominous music and you're like, oh, I must be headed in the right direction. Well, that little voice in our mind, all it is, is it's that ominous voice in our mind. It's that ominous little voice telling us that we're headed in the right direction. Right? That we're doing exactly the right thing. That we're pushing ourselves like we should. Because if every day, we do a little something to make ourselves uncomfortable, to get ourselves out of our comfort zone just a little. What we're really doing every day is we're building mental strength. Because the surest way to fight that voice is through struggle, is through difficulty. Right? Uh, Joe Rogan will talk often about conquering his inner weakness, but he uses a less kind word for his inner weakness, right? this inner weaker identity that we all have. I mean, listen, like I said, human beings are designed for comfort. It's what we strive for. It's why we have all the stuff that we have. I mean, so much of our life is built around building a more comfortable life for ourselves and our family. That's kind of what it's all about. Now, to that end, it's a really important thing that when we face difficulty, we don't run. We don't, right? Because life is a fight. It is a continual fight. From the time that alarm goes off in the morning, you are faced with a choice. Are you going to give in to those moments of weakness all day or are you going to persevere? And the thing is, I like to, when you're thinking about this, Picture in your mind one of those old-timey scales, like the scales of justice, right? Like is on the, the statue in front of all the courthouses, you know, blind justice with that big scale. What I want you to picture is that every time 
you give in to a moment of weakness. You allow weakness to beat you. That you're putting another, another victory, you know, one more pound on that side of the scale. But every time that you push beyond that moment of weakness, what you're doing is you're tipping the scale the other way. That's the important thing. That's the really important thing. Listen, we're human. And no human being that I know wins every single battle. The ones who are really successful, the ones who achieve a lot of things, they just win a lot more battles than they lose. And those battles that they lose, they learn from them. They use them as opportunities. Opportunities to better themselves. Because that's what every bit of discomfort is. It's an opportunity. Sometimes we don't look at it like that. Sometimes we look at discomfort only as it's discomfort. And honestly, that's a human thing too. We can wallow in our feelings. Feelings are powerful things. But we have to remember that as much as sometimes we don't have control over circumstances and sometimes our initial feelings we don't have control over, they're a reaction to what's going on. If we step back and we process for a moment, that's something that we can do to control those feelings. So <clears throat> my advice for you this week is very simple. I want you to find that point that we talked about as much as you can this week. Every day, try to find a moment where that little voice in your mind is telling you to be easy on yourself, to take that little break, to relax, to give in to the fatigue, however you want to describe it. Find that uncomfortable moment this week. Try to find it every day. If you can, try to find it multiple times a day. Because every time you find that moment, every time that you overcome that moment, that you keep pushing past the point where you know others would have given in, every time you do that, you're getting stronger. And you're getting the important part of stronger. Right? Just like I talked earlier about how the important type of fighting is not the punch and kick part. It's all the other stuff that goes along with it that makes that punch and kick part so much easier, so much better, so forth. The important, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> pardon me. The important part is not the, that you face, excuse me, the important part is not that that voice gets there. Right? The important strength is not the physical strength. The important strength is the mental strength that you require to overcome that moment. Right? We build our mind strong by finding that voice. We build our mind stronger. We get ready to overcome more struggle by pushing beyond that moment. By getting that voice. Getting there. And then doing a little bit more. I'll finish this thought with a little anecdote, and it's something I know I've mentioned before, but it's just such a powerful example of this tool. Right? Famed boxer Muhammad Ali was asked one time how many sit-ups he did in his training. You know, The reporter asked, hey champ, how many sit-ups do you do? And he looks at the guy, he goes, I don't know. And the guy goes, how don't you know? He goes, well, I just start doing sit-ups. And I keep doing them until it burns so bad I feel like I can't do anymore. And then I do a few more just to show myself that I can. And that's the thing. If you listened 
to that voice that tells you to relax, to be easy on yourself, so forth, you'll never know what you're truly capable of. But when you push beyond that, that voice, you'll find levels that you didn't even know that you were capable of. And before too long, you'll find levels you never knew were imaginable. That's the beautiful part of this journey. That's the beautiful part of martial arts in my life, as far as I'm concerned. So many people come into my school and their objective is, I want to get in shape, I want to get a good workout and so forth. And then a few years pass and they're so experienced now, they're doing things in their training they never imagined that they were capable of. The simple ex example of this is a push-up. I find people who walk in the door and they think they're never going to be able to do a push-up on their feet in a very short order. They're doing push-ups on their feet and they're doing many of them. Why? Because they didn't listen to that voice. That voice was there. They pushed that little bit extra. And that little bit extra is all it takes. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm face on Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. On, you can find my school on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find my school on Instagram and Twitter at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Um, you can find uh, us online at tskSmithtown.com. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Find the podcast online, at, excuse me, on Instagram at tsSmithtownPodcast. And... Please, I ask you every time, and I could, you know, it's the, it's the best thing that you guys can do for me. Please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, upvoting it on YouTube, leaving ratings in your podcasting app. These things just help. Most importantly, though, share it, right? Send it out on your social media. Send it to friends who you know that need that little motivation. Help our little community grow. It just helps. So until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the map.